0: Hello everyone, and welcome to View Quantum Network. I'm your presenter, Daniel, and I'm here with producer Claudia Pareco. Our opening song features Reach for the Stars from Cyclone's new album, Showtime, available on all music stores and platforms. A moment of your time is one of the most extraordinary gifts we could ever be given. We are honored every time we've received a moment of your time. We are servants of the new age, the time of prophecy, the Time of the Ascending Sixth Sun We are a platform for alchemists and multidimensional souls We connect with many planes of reality and assist the awakening journey We are pure light, transmitters of high vibrational light out into reality Our shows are held on Fridays at 12 p.m. Eastern Time 9 a.m. Pacific Time At any moment to participate on our shows please call 805 830 8344 and press 1 to talk with the host. Call for free at 805-830-8344 and wait in line or you can use Take My Call and for $11 you can jump the long list of callers. Do so at www.paypal.me slash P-U-R E-C-O slash 11 and then please PM or email Claudia Pareco at CView1111 at gmail.com and include the phone number you'll be using to call the show. All of our podcasts are easily found in all social media and are available free, live or on demand. To request a show, please write to Claudia Pareco at CView1111 at gmail.com or visit our website, cview1111.net. Now, let's listen to our host and topic of the day.
1: to see you 2022. Today, The Art of Self-Healing Part 2. We're going to talk about the process with host Jovan Nicolau. Do you know how to go to higher consciousness, the source of all healing? During today's transmission, Jovan Nicolau wishes to support our listeners, live and on demand, In finding your inner strength, she will guide you to go deeper and deeper within the within, to portals held inside of you and you alone. No one else holds in their chalice the nectar that is sacred to you and your journey. Your magic and alchemy is waiting for you to be found within your hidden truth. Self-healing within the consciousness of being is a worthy way, the great way. The human body was born to heal. From renewable cells to emotional healing, the body can self-heal in several ways. You can learn to improve your innate self-healing abilities by learning to channel your body's energy. Joven is a published author, spiritual coach, medium for spirit, soul reader, and metaphysician. With 33 plus years, extensive personal experience and transformation to become a powerful medium and a leading expert in the field of emotional energy transformation. We are going to start a new workshop the Art of Self-Healing, and to sign up, please go to Steven's website, SiovanNicola.com. S as in Sam, I-O, B as in Brian, H-A, N as in Nancy, N as in Nancy, I, C as in Carlos, O, L as in Larry, A-O-U.com. And with that, let's bring Sioven to the show. Hey, thank you for being here. How are you? (laughs) I'm
2: doing great. It's really wonderful to be back talking about my favorite topic topic in healing.
1: So your favorite topic in healing would be the process?
2: Yes, the uh, emotional energy transformation, because it's something that is often overlooked or simplified uh, in a way that it serves in one way and keeps you in a rut in another. So what we mean by that is uh, people tend to identify with the mind problem, be it physical manifestation or emotional uh, upset. And when you identify it with the mind, you have an opportunity at that point to um, get out of the mind to actually do the healing. The transformation can't happen in the mind; it actually happens in the area of the body where you're holding that emotional energy. And so, it requires a way. Um, uh, with, it requires a way to be with the conflict as the love that you are rather than the mind that sees a problem that needs to be fixed. Because the consciousness of love is what we're referring to in this process. And love doesn't look at anything as wrong that needs to be healed because it doesn't divide. So there are ways, many ways, good ways people are taught to heal, but it is a step to the true transformation. So emotional energy transformation has been very powerful and the only lasting thing in my own um journey to wholeness is uh, but before that I did that I had all these processes and all these mental ways of seeing it and moving the picture around but as I described it uh, back then and even in my book with which describes the process of my healing that there was this black cloud that I couldn't shake and I, I, I was like why <laughs> why is it that I know all of this stuff and I move things around and I change the scene and rescue my child and do all of these things. And that energy still seems to be hanging on. And it's because um, I needed to learn how to make the love that I am conscious within me in order to be the presence that actually heals. And so that requires what I refer to as mindlessness, not necessarily mindfulness. <laughs> yeah. So. It is. This is my favorite topic because it not only works, you know, within you, but we do um, create our external conflicts from within the conflict in our emotional body. The outside is created by what's happening or not within us. And people have a hard time making that switch they try to do things to... Uh, in external reality to remedy what uh, can only be remedied within them. So that's where all the conflict I found begins and ends and so that's where I go when I have one.
1: Seven, do you mean, for, when you mean that we are always trying to do something external, to work into something within, uh, do you mean like taking heals, maybe doing the chiropractor or acupuncture, or maybe, um, I don't know, using gems or um, crystals. Is that what you're referring?
2: These are all great things that support emotional healing, but they're not the solution to the transformation of the energy completely. So emotional the emotional experience is is part of the physical experience. Those two work hand in hand. And so they are the, uh, until you make it conscious as the light that they are, they remain the lower vibrating parts that create division here on earth. And so... What I do is, of course, I use crystals and essential oils and I take care of myself with an ear coning and, you know, chiropractor, yes. But you have to learn how to work with the self. We could talk about self-healing. We're talking about self with a capital S, the loving being that you are that is the source of all healing. And so when we show people through a basic meditation um, And how to manage their energy even throughout the day, instead of just sitting down, connecting, and then disconnecting, and then having to sit down and meditate again, and so on. Um, They learn how to be consciously connected with that self, the higher self. And um, that is what actually does it. So when you have all these external modalities, um, they do support your uh, emotional process as you're going through the process of becoming one within yourself. And there is a point that you can get to where you are that consciousness, you relate to yourself as that consciousness, and you, uh, you can actually instruct the body to let go of the illusion of disease. And so it takes a bit to get there, and the way I have found to get there within myself is by working with... Um, external modalities to support the physical body that goes through the emotional transformation process. Um, If I want to sit down and tune into, say, the lower part of my spine and it is out, uh, I can take the time to see it as the consciousness that it is, relate to it, observe it from the consciousness that I am as the consciousness that it is, uh, and move it accordingly into place rather than go out and get into the chiropractor and I have to admit sometimes it's just faster <laughs> here why don't you just adjust this for me and you know because I got to keep moving and so this is how we just have life moving so fast and, but we're so blessed to have all kinds of external modalities yes and they do support you but the, the point that we try to help people realize is that what if those things were all of a sudden not available to you then what would you rely on? And the truth of it is that God heals, and God is within you, and it's within the love that you are, and the love is there to help you learn to overcome the duality, to arrive at that vibrational frequency, which is the source of all your healing. It's the source of our prosperity. It's the source of our creativity. It's the source of everything. And so consciousness is moving in a way that we're, we are to learn how to be that which we are in every way that we are. So we can little by little, one little step at a time, remove ourselves from the dependency of the world.
1: You know what I, something that I always wonder when I hear about and um, being the consciousness that you are and remain on that level of consciousness that you have, sometimes I wonder how do I know if I'm always in a consciousness level or if I go up and down, how do I really know with all certainty where I am actually are? Have you ever wondered that? That's a great question. Well, yeah, uh, absolutely there there is a way this work has evolved
2: as I have evolved with it you know over three decades now, and we're at a point now where we show people how to work with this loving being that they are and how the it's important to keep, learn to work with it consciously, uh, to keep it down below your feet. And to learn how to be self, well, it creates a level of self-awareness that people are quite surprised uh, about when they experience it because they realize how so much gets by them by not being present in the presence of that being. So what we do is we help people, um, give them tools to work with holding that being in the form. It begins from when they wake up in the morning, um, getting thanks for the spirit that comes back to give the form life for another day. Um, that body of yours will remain a separate entity until you reclaim it as the light that it is. In other words, um, transform the emotional energy and subsequently the physical body as well. It is made of light. That's what it is. And it's one thing to know that, but it's another thing to have the experience of that. So we go for um, helping people begin to experience that rather than just know it as a spiritual truth. And so there are indicators that you get going through your day as to uh, when and if uh, you're in the presence of your, your being. And so one way to describe that would to be um, moving about your day. There's no reason why you can't be in the presence of your being all the time. And when you're not, uh, what happens is the what we, what we see, the loving being that we are, the, the part of consciousness that we inhaled when we, uh, came into the planet that's the, the consciousness we're referring to and it anchors itself in your solar plexus and so it's like this big orb this big golden orb and in when it is drifting outside of the body quite naturally no one ever tells us hey guess what you have the spirit mm-hmm. is the reason you get up every morning and uh, by the way you're going to have to work with it to teach you that it belongs all the way in your body nobody tells you that so what happens is, is that we remain illumined, if you will, in the upper part of the aura, in the mental and spiritual body. Uh, most people aren't even aware of the spiritual body. They're just in their mental state. And what that does is it leaves the physical body, which is part of, of the experience here on Earth, which has emotional energy in it, uh, resonating with the dramas and things of the world. So the physical body is then unprotected from the energy that's just floating around in the world. We, we live in a reality that's energetic. And so golden light, it doesn't resist the energy. It just kind of buffers you. So you are not as affected by it. In other words, you something drastic can happen around you, but it's like you're aware of where it is uh, in a buzzing sense. This is how it occurs for me when I'm fully in the presence of being. I can feel it as a buzz within my physical body in resonance rather than being ungrounded and reacting to what I feel. And this takes a while to learn how to keep the mind silent and down in the center so we're in the constant state of listening. So the mindlessness is you're aware through feeling, not through thinking or even going to the mind to figure out anything. It's just present. So the orb is, you know, is drifting out of most people's body, So they're unprotected and reacting all the time, getting caught up in the dramas of the world and um, all of that. But it's actually just a small part of you that's in conflict and and in resonance with the dramas of the world. We, We call it ignorance. It's actually ignorance. It's the part of yourself that you deny and fight an external reality. So being aware of how you feel for one reason and one reason only to love yourself more is the point of this work entirely. So you learn to tell by how you are responding to the energy around you or not. So when that happens, when you feel like a ripple of something come into your auric field, um, you learn to drop the energy field. That's really good thing to know you become a conscious cooperative component to the inner being that gives you life and helps you work through uh, the process of becoming the love that you are and so you get it if you're reacting in an emotional way automatically you realize that you're not connected to the love that you are and that's the only reason why you feel negative emotions because for in that moment you're disconnected from love because when love is present there is nothing that's going to knock you off your balance. And so any any negative emotion, if you want to call it that, is simply a, a cry for that love. A cry for the connection to the love that is drifting out of the body and not made present within it completely. So that, that's how I know and so what i just do is i just drop my energy field so i imagine the bubble around me just hitting the floor if you will and take a deep golden light breath into the nose i inhale the golden light all the way down to the spine to the base of the spine and when it arrives at the base of the spine then i open it and just drop anchor and so i am anchored in the presence of my being and you learn to just get better and better at it you know you notice the difference in your body you notice the, the difference in how you feel and those are the indications hey i'm not grounded not grounded in love, and it, it, you don't even have that thought. You just get better and better at being aware of how you feel and paying attention to where your energy is, and making the adjustment as you keep moving throughout your day.
1: And when that happens, is it okay to let yourself feel anger, not love or anything, or when you or you are not allowed to, of those feelings? Can well, consciously allow yourself to feel through even the negative, and I, because uh, we we label them as negative, but can you, they? I see that they sometimes can be also fun. Like I, I know fun is not a word to describe anger or despair or depression or all of those that we have labeled as negative, but I'm community. looking at the level of experience. I think they are uh, they can be also something that you want to believe at some level. or am I wrong? Well, we describe them as negative
2: because most people just run from anything that feels that way. It doesn't feel good. And when you really feel, experience and start working with this loving being, this, this consciousness, this higher consciousness that you are, it is fun and you don't take it as a, a problem. You take it as an opportunity to love yourself more. And, and so it does become fun because you recognize the power that you have as that love to reclaim that, that we have previously judged as being negative as the love. It doesn't know itself to be, it doesn't know that it is love and it can only transform to the love that it is in the unwavering presence of the love made conscious within you. And so, um, well, when people feel something negative, their first inclination is to let their uh, let that feeling become an emotion. That's what emotion means. It means energy in motion. And when you are not grounded, you can start having an angry conversation. You can start talking about what you're dissatisfied with. You you go off on these rants or tangents, or you want to keep empowering the story which is the illusion. But when you're grounded in the presence of your being down below your feet and you're feeling rage which I've done thousands of times within myself um, I just know okay I'm feeling this so largely that I cannot ignore it and I just go and lie down for seven minutes and do the inner work. Um, it's just if you're spewing it out into external reality, it becomes part of the problem, not the solution. And when you realize that when you're feeling anything that doesn't feel okay to just be the presence of love until it surrenders and becomes the love that it is, um, it's quite easy. People don't have a hard time taking responsibility for it because I, as I found in my spiritual path, it is, um, it's a, its a step to take responsibility and stop blaming I remember going through that for myself. I just wanted to still blame people for what had happened at one point. And then you just grow up and get over it and just love yourself more. And it's okay. It's a huge step in in the spiritual path to want to take responsibility for how you feel and stop blaming the other person for that.
1: So, Steven, we're talking about the process. So, so part of the process is having that groundedness in you, in the love that you are, and taking responsibility. What else are we going to learn today about the process of self-healing?
2: All right. So, the first steps that we take um, is through a a meditation that people can get familiar with, uh, working with their being. That's typically how we begin to work with someone. In the process that we're going to go through today, um, we have someone we're going to talk through, and we we invite everybody who would like to participate in this process to you know, prepare yourselves energetically in order to do that. Um, so we'll be focused on one young lady, and you can get relaxed uh, ahead of time with us, and kind of follow along and see what happens for you. So The steps we're going to take are first uh, showing you, uh, demonstrating how to get out of your mind and how to bring that energy to the center so you can uh, achieve a state of calm. And most of the people that have a hard time meditating, you know, it's like I have to sit down and meditate for 15 minutes, but it often takes them 10 minutes before they can get out of their head enough to even meditate. And that's where a lot of the frustration begins. So um, over, over time, you learn how to just let the mind unwind and trust uh, that being in the center is great. And so we're going to uh, give you a couple of ways to get out of the head through this process and hold your energy at the center and um, then work with the energy of your inner being and get completely grounded in that. And because all conflict begins and ends within you, when you do this work, it's very important to learn the subtleties and nuances of remaining contained in the presence of your being. So through this process, we're going to, you know, you'll learn about that. Um, and so ha- we're going to help you learn the steps to contain yourself in the presence of being, um, and then allow the process to unfold. What's the tricky thing about this is that most people are used to, um, When we take them to the place where they're feeling it in the body, and we encourage whatever it is to reveal, then they immediately want to think about what they see or think about what they feel. And we encourage you to just be the presence of love, which just is. It doesn't care what something looks like, smells like, sounds like, feels like. It just is. And so in this process, you are literally coming from the consciousness of love within you as the observer holding the space for the healing to occur and so whatever shows itself then that is the trick is to not think about what you see or feel because as soon as you think you're at dividing and you're taking the energy from being under your feet up more to the mind so this is where if the mind is thinking then you want then you know that you're becoming ungrounded and you just adjust your energy and then take a nice deep breath and so those are some pretty important tools that bring you back into the stability of being You work with your being to maintain that stability because that's the source of your stability. (laughs) So to keep yourself in the body and not think about what's going on and just allow the process to unfold. I think that's probably the biggest glitch most people have is that they just, it's an intuitive process where the love is holding the space and intuitively um, encouraging whatever shows up to the next step, but the... um, whatever shows up is actually guiding the session as it goes. In other words, so if you, if we go in and somebody finds an angry child, let's say, we don't want you to think about what age it is, what's going on, what happened, who, what, why, where, and how that's irrelevant. The, the child wasn't even able to discern all of that. It's just was disconnected from love. So it doesn't understand the words. Um, and so hold on, let me, let me click my thought here. Um, so allowing the child to show up angry, if that's the case, um, but just let it be as it is. Now that child, letting it guide the session or how it evolves, it goes like this. So say a child shows up and it's angry. All right, so what do you do? Love doesn't care how that kid feels. It, it'll intuitively encourage it to express it because when you're expressing any type of emotion, that one would consider negative within the auric field, it's not going out beyond the sphere of love to become part of the problem in the world. So, you, you're self-contained. The child, you give it permission for maybe the first time to get angry and it will express itself. You just let it express itself. When it's finished, will guide you through the process of, of the coalescing into this golden light beam that you truly are, which is the love and offering it, love's embrace. Now, the child may not trust the love that is being presented. And so people think, oh, gee, well, I need to accept the love. And so they kind of try to force and change the situation. But truly doing this work allows the child to guide the work. So say the child um, is being presented with this being of love, and it doesn't trust it. Because as love has been presented in childhood or throughout its life, um, it hasn't, it's been anything but love. So say the child just, turns around and looks at the love that is presenting itself and just has the look of, I don't think so. (laughs) Or, hey, you go sit over there. Then you allow that to happen. It's the process of allowing everything to be as it is and letting the the child or whatever shows up to um, run the show. Because if that child isn't ready to receive the love, then that's okay because love doesn't care. Love just loves. So love will allow that to be as it is. And so the love within you can then say to this part of you that is not accepting the love, which is perfectly fine. I'm here. I've always been here and when you're ready, I'll be right here. And and then we fill the area with light and there it is. And so you've done all you can do for the day. Love's been, a, been the presence that it's not trusting. So it can, it can appear like that. So we wanted to kind of make that an example of, of what might happen today for all of you and what we take you through. And to not be frustrated to think anything is wrong or that you need to change the picture. It's quite revealing when you allow it to um, take you through the process and, and see how love works within it. So um, that is the One way the process works. What we're going to do today is um, uh, we're going to work with a gal here um, in just just a couple of minutes. And I'm listening to Spirit here as I'm (laughs) talking. Okay, so we're going to take her through a process and this is always intuitive for us when we work with somebody. Um, we do offer a workshop, the Art of Self-Healing, that we can do over Zoom um, as well, and, but it requires two people and it is through someone lying down. In this work today, you're going to be sitting up. And so uh, what we found in the way of um, the art of self-healing when someone's lying down is that we teach, we're working with the person who's working on the other person, doesn't even have to lay a hand on them, actually, and you can move through the physical body with a person connected to the love that they are, connecting you to the love that you are, and you can actually transform five to six areas at a time in one session so that's quite powerful you do require two people there is a workbook that goes with it and it's three hours long so consider that it's on my website Um, but this today we're doing as if i were sitting across from you and talking you through the process and we encourage you just to let it unfold Um, we do work with color in this particular process and another color might come up for you and if it does let it happen that'll be the color that is appropriate for you so just allow the process to unfold for you as it will so everybody take a moment before we um, bring jessica on here and just allow yourself to close your eyes and just feel where the tension is within your body right now From the top of your head to the tips of your toes. And just allow it to relax. All the muscles in your face, relax. Take a nice deep golden light breath down the spine. And feel the physical body beginning to soften. Let all the tension in the shoulders and the neck, relax. And feel the arms resting heavily in your lap. Allowing the physical body to soften. For the presence of being. Inhale the golden light again down to the base of the spine. Exhale, out the feet, allowing all the muscles from the bottom of the neck down the front and the back to the base of the spine to relax. Feel the muscles and the hips relax from the hips down the legs into the toes, allowing your muscles to relax. Inhale the golden light down to the base of the spine. And exhale out the feet. Okay, I'm ready for you to bring Jessica in, please.
3: You, Jessica, are you with us here? Yes, I'm here. Okay, great.
2: So just stay in that state of being. Now, in the state of relaxation, take the energy in the forehead and allow it to drop down to the center, right above the navel, dropping your awareness from the mind to the center, allowing the mind to become more and more calm, more and more quiet. It's nothing to think about, nothing to figure out. allow your awareness to drop deeper into the presence of being. Now at this time, tune in to where your orb, your golden orb of being is drifting in the body. And just bring it down. From wherever it is, just allow it to descend. And the more the body can relax, the more this being can descend within the body. Notice that it is illuminating the entire spine as it moves down deeper in the body. Activating the golden core of being. Consciously bring that orb down below the base of the spine. Allow it to settle under the feet. And then inhale through the nose, down to the base of the spine. Exhale one more time, out the feet. Now imagine your golden being within the spine, standing at the top of the staircase, the golden staircase leading down to the root chakra. And with each step that you take, allow your awareness to drop deeper and deeper into the silence of your being. 10, 9, 8, even deeper. Seven, six, five. Deep in the stillness of being. Four, three, two, and one. See yourself standing on that last step above the base of the spine. Mm Imagine the root chakra opening and you dropping a golden anchor on a golden chain down into the root chakra and watching it go all the way down to become one with the heart of the earth, feeling your energy all the way down in the body, the body anchored in the consciousness of being. Slowly bring part of your feeling awareness, just part of it, to the crown chakra, the top of the head, and open it even wider. And imagine and feel the color red filling the head, and just allow the color red to pour in into the top of your head, moving in and through the brain, the eyes. Bring the color red, just allow it to feel the entire head moving down the neck.
1: Mm
2: -hmm. Feel it moving down the shoulders, down the arms, and into the hands. Imagine and feel the color red pouring into the neck, into the upper torso of the body, in and through the heart and the lungs, down the spine. Down to the heart, solar plexus, and all the internal organs. Allow the body to feel the color red. Keeping your energy all the way down in the body. As you allow the color red to move in and through. Down into the sacral plexus region, down to the base of the spine. Imagine and feel the color red filling the hips all the way down the legs and settle in the feet. Take a nice deep breath and allow yourself just to feel where you feel the color red the most in the body. And as you bring your awareness to this area of the body, allow whatever to show up within that area to reveal itself. You are the loving server of the child that then shows up. your energy all the way down in the body. So as you observe the way this child appears, intuitively convey that it's safe to express itself in any way it sees fit. And just hold the space for it to do just that. Don't think about what you see and don't think about what you feel. Just allow. And when you're finished, let me know.
3: Finish. Great.
2: So, just imagine the golden light that's been holding the space to coalesce into a beautiful golden being of light that then offers love and grace. And if the child will accept it, completely embrace the child. And hold it. And hold it until it can fully transform and surrenders in the light of love.
1: And I thought you now when you're finished. Mm.
2: Yeah. Okay, good. And so see this entire area of the body completely filled with the golden light. Mm. Just flood it. And then one, two, three. All of the red turns to golden light. It feels the shift mm. in every cell of the body. And then take a nice deep golden light breath down to the base of the spine. Exhale out the feet, feeling the golden light within every cell, every level of your being. And standing at the base of the spine, we will count you back to the center the count of five, and when you're ready, you'll open your eyes, one, two, three,
1: four, and
2: five. And if you'd like to share anything or have a question,
3: We'd be happy to help you. Hmm. No, I was just, um you know, before we even started and you started dumping the it almost felt like as I mean I had a lot that was going on there when I saw the child. I actually saw the child before you even asked me to bring forth the child, but it was in my hands. So the child was in my hand and it was kind of going back and forth between both hands and I could see this the red that was going into the hands and then the child receiving the gold, the gold. But I saw this golden chain even before, I mean, it was just all coming to me. Like it was really interesting, but, but that said um, the golden light that was surrounding this child is almost, it, it just like scintillated and suffused like the cells of my being and my cells actually started like calibrating to the golden light. Like almost like I became infant. like not only in my hands, but my whole body my cells started really receiving that D de- like that strand or that gold and it was really beautiful really beautiful thank you that's
2: yeah you're welcome that's exactly what you're made of and you're kind Mm of a you know you're kind of a natural at this (laughs) (laughs) yeah we're glad Mm -hmm. that you were receiving that uh, even ahead of uh ahead of what we had to say. Um, Yeah, and so when you go through and you imagine and feel yourself on a consistent basis, like I'm not saying just in meditation, I'm talking about you're sitting Mm. at your desk or you're running around and you can (laughs) teach yourself how to multitask. And to see Mm. the being of you as you really are, you can see the physical body as the golden light. And the more you do that, the more you make it conscious. And the more you make it conscious, the more you can have a conscious experience with that consciousness and then start Mm. working things from the higher consciousness that you are. So you have a relationship with yourself in a different way. Yeah. You're welcome.
3: Thank you. Thank you. And it's interesting because that golden light, it's not like it was ever, really spoken to me i've seen it like you know but in like meditation i've actually had visions of myself being like golden light was actually being like poured over me like just dumped on me even by you know other beings like angels were holding like almost like buckets and just dumping it dumping it so it's it's really thank you so much for that thank you you're so welcome i did did not know it wasn't ever so thank you i didn't know where it was connecting so now this makes sense to me now thank you great yeah we would love to um
2: Continue with your process, help train you to be that so you can actually take that into your work.
3: Yeah. Thank you so much. You're so very welcome.
1: Thank you. Thank you, Jessica. Um, thank you. Thank you, yeah, then I have a comment about another of the people that were doing the this is Nuri. She cannot speak because her mic is not working, but she said, this was beautiful. I only see these eyes that are always looking at me. I can see their golden light. This happens to me very a lot. many times that I see those eyes. I always connect with the golden light.
2: Oh, would she like to know what the eyes are?
1: <laughs> I guess so.
2: That's so funny. Well, it, it, I don't mean to laugh. I think it's great because I've had the experience of being in meditation and seeing these eyes just staring at me, and probably for three months. And and I sat with it every day in meditation. And I finally I let it be because it was, you know, benevolent, and I thought it was just really wonderful. So I just hung out with this being. And then when I finally asked, like, duh, three months later, you know, who are you? It totally, totally revealed himself, and it was part of what then began my next journey. Part of my journey, the next step in my mastery was to work with this, this person who um, is this being. So, um, the eyes are looking at you. You know, the eyes of love are always upon you, and it's a way that you are looking at the eyes of a part of yourself that you're still learning how to communicate, connect with, and become. So, you know, we would love to help her learn how to see herself as those eyes and work with that consciousness of those eyes. They're quite beautiful, by the way. Huge.
1: Yeah, she says they are loving eyes.
2: Yes. Yep. The eyes of love, looking back at her.
1: (laughs) (laughs) And so... So, Steven, when you are working on this exercise and you become the love that you are, and for example, personally, I did not see any child. What happens when you're not seeing a child, but something else happens, or you see something different? What is that a personal meaning? Well, it can come
2: up in in a myriad of ways. So the reason we use the child is because, um, again, emotional energy is part of a physical experience, and so you're literally being imbued with energy from the time you're conceived in the mother's womb, and so the emotional baggage, as people call it, accumulates within a human uh, from the time it's conceived till about eight years old, and so this is when your emotional energy is really. You know, in you, and then everything in life reflects it because it's in the world of energy which works on the principles of resonance. And so when you know it's all in that child who really didn't think about uh, it's it's how it felt about what happened or didn't happen, uh, how it felt about what was said or what wasn't said, how it felt about what it ex- what it experienced or didn't experience. And so there's no thought process. now, emotional energy can appear in all kinds of ways. people, feel that when they go down and they don't see a child, uh, maybe they see the face of a demon or maybe they see something else. It's a reflection of whatever feeling that represents. It, it's really an illusion itself. It's just something you can work with. Um, the key is how you feel. So sometimes people say, well, I didn't see anything, but I could feel Into the darkness that represent or presented itself as a feeling of hiding or a feeling, and I've seen that within myself. The child, just way, way, way back in the dark, not trusting anything and not wanting to come out. And so, you know, it's an intuitive process. It can be really fun because here you are, this being of light that is the true you, becoming aware of these parts that. have have a hard time expressing themselves, or don't feel worthy, or whatever it is, and love doesn't care, so it's just going by, becoming aware of this, how it presents itself, and not caring one way or the other, it's just love, saying, hey, you know, um, I've seen myself as this golden being of light, knowing that I was in a cave all the way in the back, I couldn't even see her eyes at that point, but I knew that there was a part of me that was hiding, no matter how it shows, so I just took my uh, golden light being and I kind of ducked in to shine the light within the cave and it would just go in there a little ways and she wasn't going to come out. She wasn't going to move. She wasn't going to say anything. So I just let her know, Hey, I just thought I'd tell you, I love you and that I'm here, you know, when you're ready. And so every day what I did was tell, you know, you can watch the story change. You can watch the whole thing change by just being the presence of love. So every day I would go through a meditation, addressing that one spot, and the light would shine a little deeper into the cave every day. I just wanted to let you know I love you and, you know, keep on moving through the body. And so little by little, she edged herself out. And I was able to see eyes at one point. And the more that she knew the love was going to be there, the more she trusted it and came further and further and further until she came all the way out of the cave. So whether it's a child, whether it's, a, you know, a shadow, whether it's just a feeling, there's lots of people that can't see it, but they can feel it. And so there's times when I don't even see my child that needs to rage. I can go to where she is in my body and just absolutely hear her screaming.
1: So, so. Sorry. So, Kevin, I'm, I'm hearing that uh, like this child, we're talking a lot of emotional energy transformation. Yes. What, are, what would be different when you're working with a physical ailment or is it the same?
2: Well, a difficult ailment would be when the emotional energy has been present in the physical body for so long that it manifests on a physical level. And like all of these processes work, they just take time. And a lot of people don't have the time. This is really good for prevention because the more that you reclaim the light uh, within the emotional body, the healthier the physical body becomes. And so... um, When you get to the point where something has manifested on a physical level, you really have to work on the art of letting go in order to allow uh, the healing to occur uh, from that place of higher consciousness, which is where all healing does occur. So you can learn how to get out of your mind and not worry about it because, of course, worry will block and create another condition. It it empowers the condition to worry about the condition rather than learning how to surrender more and more to to the love, to the love, to the love and allow the condition to heal. And that's what happens when people have spontaneous healing. They're they're able to let go enough to allow the healing to occur. And so that is the processes that we take the community through. I had a condition last um, December and uh, I just didn't think about it. I knew when it happened. I felt it happen. I felt it kind of overtake my experience. And um, I used a raindrop therapy on myself. From, <laughs> that's kind of an old modality, but it's very powerful. And I used it on myself. And I got on my crystal bed, and I did a session on my crystal bed, and I went to bed for three days. Uh, initially, it was kind of all a blur. And I just focused on my physical body as the consciousness that, that it is. And I said, thank you so much for my perfect health. Thank you so much for this, you know, my uh, enlivened, beautiful body. Thank you so much for my perfect health. Thank you so much that I'm loved. Thank you so much. And so it's the way you relate to yourself that makes all the difference in the world and how quick the body can heal. And so after about three days of being in this state of mind, this state of being, then the condition, of course, lessened and lessened and lessened and lessened and never got a hold of me like it could have or has others because I just stayed in the state of surrender and truth
1: right yeah so uh, about the art of self-healing workshop how how can people sign up and what is it well the art of self-healing workshop we do uh, you know a couple of ways
2: um we can do it remotely or we can get a group together which we need a minimum of people to be part of the process to do it live but we're happy to to accommodate um there has to be two people minimum again uh in a space, there's a workbook to go with it, and then we take you through several different ways of um, achieving this result. And so one of them would be sitting up and working with uh, yourself or someone in that. So this is for practitioners, too. These are for people who enjoy that type of um, healing work. So we've had massage therapists come in that are also very good at energy. We work with Reiki practitioners and even Reiki masters, so their sessions can take on a whole another level of um, healing you know they get the person on the table engaged in their own process of healing that's the difference and so the person who is with them is connected to that consciousness as well and guiding them through their own healing um and it's uh you know three hours long it's practice and it's fun and it's revealing and uh you can find it on my website shavonmichaelow.com or right. you can give me a call and i'll be happy to describe more of it to you uh, but it is a really great way, it, even in that, when you learn the tools, because you get to be the practitioner and the, um, the client. So you learn what it's like, and then you can lie in bed yourself and tune into the body in the way we show you how, and work transforming several different areas with, uh, in the emotional body in a session with yourself. When I got really good at this, I would go in and do five and six at a time. Just It becomes easy. It becomes exciting because you feel the power of love within you at work to reclaim the light within you and when you reclaim the light within you your natural gifts become more because that's the only thing that's really blocking you from becoming all you can be is who you think you are (laughs) instead of who you really are so you change a lot of yourself in the process of self-love and self-healing
3: Beautiful.
1: So uh, we have reached the end of today's show, Stephen. Is there anything else that you wish to share with our listeners before we say goodbye?
2: Yes. If you would like to continue to know more about this work, to experience more about this work, we have several ways you can do it beyond the workshop. I can work with you one-on-one. Um, you can host me for a talk. If you have several people, we can do that on Zoom or we can do that live. Um, We'd love to give talks on the subject. They're about an hour and a half long. Um, They're inexpensive and can answer a lot of questions. Um, And just love yourself more because that's the key to uh, peace on earth. It's the end of all war and all conflict and everything else that people are trying to remedy from the outside in.
1: Well, thank you again for being here, Siobhan Nicolaou, and for sharing your light, your golden light, with everybody. And thank again, everyone that wants to contact Siobhan, uh, go to her website, siobhannicolau.com. You can find they can find you on Facebook as well, Twitter, and um, are you on Instagram? Yeah, I'm on Instagram as well. Yeah. Yeah, so for all, all the youngsters here, she's also on Instagram, so anywhere, everywhere, Giovanni Nicolau can be with you. And we are having you back um, later on, and I'm going to start sharing that also on Facebook, so follow CVU Quantum Network, and we have Giovan as part of our team and many others, so we enjoy this a lot and continue Everyone, your path of self-healing, self-love, of reclaiming, that's who you are. And thank you. Thank you.